Welcome back to the Keto Transformations Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Oh My Keto Desserts. Hey, that's me. I just want to take a minute to thank all of you for your orders and support. I have received the most amazing reviews on my fresh baked keto desserts and it means everything to me. Austin Keto Foodie says, Oh My Keto Desserts are so good, I had to take a bite or three of everything I ordered and it was all fantastic. It tastes like the real deal. My brother loved the brownie and didn't even realize it was keto. Keto Fat Life and Pink Nurse 8 both said my desserts were to die for. Thanks guys. So if you have a sweet craving, go check them out at ohmyketo.com. Now today we have Suzanne joining us from Instagram. You can find her there under the name Keto Karma. So Suzanne, how long have you been keto? I've been keto for a little over three years. So I started in January 2015 and I actually started it and stopped like the very first day because it was supposed to be my January 1st, like New Year's resolution. And then I was like in the middle of January and I'm like, wait a minute, I need to stop waiting for like these specific significant days of like, I'm going to do this on a Monday or I'm going to do this like after my vacation or I'm going to do this at the first of the year. You know, I just had all these excuses of pushing things off. So I was like, I think it was the 13th or the 15th of January. And I was like, okay, this is it. We're starting and no more going back. So that's when I started. Yeah, there always seems to be some excuse of why you can't start yet. Yeah, putting it off because it felt like such a mountain. I was like, gosh, I have to lose 120 pounds. And this is like, I don't even know where to start. And I feel like I failed so many times. And can I actually do this? And like, it's a little scary. So like, we'll do this later. (laughs) So what motivated you to try keto? Was it mostly for weight loss? Yeah, I mean... My story is like so similar to yours in that I had like tried everything to lose weight. I did juicing and I was a vegetarian for a while. I did all different kinds of programs, like medically supervised. I took appetite suppressants. Like I literally did everything. Keto was probably the only thing I didn't try. And when I found it, I actually found it on Reddit someone had posted a progress picture and I was like, wow, like that person is like a real person. They're not like selling anything. There's no plans to buy into. It's just like a new way of eating and they've totally changed their life. And I could just kind of see myself in them because they kind of looked similar to me and it was, you know, really amazing transformation. And I was like, all right, I don't know if I can do this because I've swore that I was going to do so many things before and haven't been able to stick to anything, but this is the last thing I'm going to try. And then I'm going to have to do something drastic if this doesn't work. And thankfully, a year later, I had lost like 100 pounds and feeling so much better. And, you know, now it's my new lifestyle that I plan to stick to forever because it's easy and I just really love it. And it really seems like most people on keto have turned it into a total lifestyle change. Yeah, I think what I really just needed was like an actual lifestyle change, like not a fat diet, not any pills, like really working on like my feeding habits and obviously like my sugar addiction because that was a really big problem for me, just constantly being hungry all the time and thinking about food. Now, Suzanne, have you faced any challenges or had any setbacks since you started? You know, I think mostly it comes down to more of a mindset thing than actually like a keto related thing. I think, you know, my focus for most of my life was like, I want to lose weight. I want to lose weight. Like, I don't know how, I, I don't know if I can. And I was kind of like always second guessing myself. I definitely struggled with poor self-esteem after just being made fun of a lot and just never really feeling like I ever fit in and just went through a lot of times where I was just really depressed and really just kind of feeling stuck. And so I think overcoming things really isn't keto specific. It's more of just like really continuing to work on investing in like the mindset change needed for long-term success and really like setting myself up 
for success and believing in myself and kind of knocking away those like thoughts that start trickling in of like the negative self-talk that we all do to ourselves and body dysmorphia and all these things that can pop up. So I think like once you like really start to overcome that, like it's good to really say like, okay, well that's scaring me, but it doesn't mean that I can't do it or that I'm incapable. I feel like it's really, really important that we all share like the different things that we're going through and so that it kind of normalizes these different things. Do you intermittent fast? So the only time I do intermittent fasting is like when it naturally happens. I don't really necessarily like plan it. So that's the only way that you could say I technically intermittent fast is like I try not to eat any food like after like 7.30. So I basically try to cut out like the late night eating because then you're just going to be like going to bed. But besides that, really, I just kind of eat when I'm hungry. My appetite when I switched to keto like went way down and I felt like I was really actually able to like what a lot of people call like intuitive eating. I could not intuitively eat without keto like because everything that I was eating was so addictive and like made me crave food so much that I was just like I'm hungry all the time give me all of the food but with keto it's just like I have a totally different relationship with food and I actually am just like okay like I'm hungry I'll eat this I'm satisfied and now we go on throughout the day I'm not like obsessing about food so I just kind of like eat when I'm hungry and yeah that's about it yeah I agree no way I could do intuitive eating without keto because I still would have just eaten everything Yeah, like I literally could not do that without it being paired with keto because I've tried, like a lot of people talk about it and I I tried doing that. But like when you're eating all that food that like we know is like heavily addictive for for people, like it's intuitively I wanted to eat all the time. Like once I switched to keto and had like a healthier relationship with food and the food cravings went away and my appetite went down, then it was like, okay, now, now I can better manage this. Do you track your macros? The very first year, I tracked everything that I ate, calories and everything, because for me, it was like a crash course on like, what is in food? What portion sizes should I be eating? Because I've been overeating most of my life. It was just a learning course for me, because I literally had no idea about nutrition or what was in the foods I was eating. One of the things that's always kind of shocking to me is like, I literally tried every single diet that you can think of, and none of them taught me about food like keto did. It was kind of like an obscure like point system to something or I would like just be like trying to fit something on a plate of a certain amount or I would have a shake or I would have like an appetite suppressant or I was juicing but like I wasn't really learning about food but with keto I'm actually like okay well what is in this what are the macros what's that going to do to my body and how is everything working together here and I'm like this is crazy that this is really the only thing that has taught me about food. So what benefits have you experienced since you started keto? I mean, everything. Lost 120 pounds. My energy level is so much better. I can run around and play with my daughter. I feel so much better. I mean, even the other day she came over to me and like wrapped her arms around me and gave me a big hug. And I was thinking in my head, she would not have been able to do this before. There's just so many little moments that are like on so many different levels of how my life is better now, like how I really just push the comfort zones and show up for myself. It's like my life is like a 180. Like before I was sitting on the sidelines, I wasn't able to do a lot of things and I didn't feel like doing a lot of things. And now I'm just excited about life and adventures and you know, my Saturdays, I want to like go out for like a hike instead of sitting on the couch all day. Like my life has just opened up so much. It's like you went from missing out to taking part. Yeah. Like, you know, there's so many things that like, I think people don't think about because it's not just about like, oh, I want to look good. It's like, no, I want to be able to live my life. So Suzanne, do you find keto to be more or less expensive than your previous way of eating? 
I would say it's probably a little bit more expensive, but it's an investment in your health. So I care more about like the food quality, obviously, than I did before. And unfortunately, in our society, and I'm hoping that it's going to change. Unfortunately, a lot of convenience foods are very inexpensive. You know, you can go to a fast food place and get like a burger for like 50 cents, but a salad is like $6. So I do think that I spend more money on food, but I feel like I will be spending less money on healthcare. (laughs) I feel like it's a very worthy investment. And I don't think it's a lot more money. I think you can definitely do keto on a budget. I mean, we live on a budget and I definitely think that it's affordable and there's different cuts of meats that are less expensive to get. And there's definitely ways to be thrifty about it. But I do think that it does take a little bit more time and money, but I think it's way worth it. So my next question for you is, do you have any tips to make keto more affordable? So I think mainly a lot of people will get things in bulk, like a lot of people shop at Costco and, you know, you can freeze things. There's a lot of like vegetables that are very affordable. Cooking at home, I think, saves a lot of money because you can make a lot of food. And then I'm a big fan of leftovers. So we'll make more than enough. And then the next day we'll have leftovers. And, you know, it's nice to go out every once in a while. But, you know, I definitely think that you can just select like different cuts of meats that are less expensive. And ultimately, what are we really going to cut the budget on? Are we going to cut the budget on our food? Or are we going to cut the budget on like some other things that maybe we could do less expensive, like going to Starbucks every day, like make coffee at home and like maybe have more of that budget go into our food budget. So for me, it was not necessarily about like making everything cheaper. It was like allocating the funds differently to better support my goals. That's a great way to look at it. There's always ways I think that we can make things work, but I definitely think that it's very affordable for a lot of people to do. You can get like a big chicken and roast it and make chicken salad and make different things out of it that are really affordable. What keto staples do you always have on hand? I was a ginger ale and Coca-Cola drinker. And my very first step was like cutting out soda. So I love sparkling water because it still is kind of like that carbonated kind of thing, but no sugar involved. I would say like I just have a lot of meats and cheese and avocados are definitely always in my house. Even my daughter is five and she already knows how to like pick which ones are perfectly ripe. (laughs) We got that skill going in the house. But mostly it's just like more like real food. And then I like my bubbly water. I have a really hard time drinking like plain water. You know, if I like am really like hot or like really thirsty or just like did a hike or something, like I can drink some water. But if I have dinner, I just want like a little bit of bubbles or something. So I always usually get sparkling water. I do try to drink water and they have all those different like apps where it helps you track how much water you're drinking and those can be really helpful. But yeah, I just, I love sparkling water. So Suzanne, what keto meals make it into your weekly rotation? Honestly, I keep it pretty simple. Like I'll do like just different chicken or steak or fish. And then I'll have some kind of like a veggie with either a sauce or butter. I love Brussels sprouts and broccoli and asparagus, salads with ranch. And we make like the keto chili that I have in the book. That's like a staple that we usually make every week or every other week. And for breakfast, we usually keep it simple and do like eggs and bacon or sausage or avocado. I switch it up a lot because I don't like eating the same thing over and over, but I keep everything very simple. So tell us, what is your favorite keto recipe? So I love the Tuscan keto chicken. Like it's my favorite thing ever because it's got goat cheese and it's like a lemon butter wine sauce on it and basil and it's just so good. That's definitely my favorite. There's so many good recipes now. It's just cool to be able to see that you can really remake like a lot of stuff into healthier versions. Gosh, there's just like so much stuff that I think is good. Your Tuscan chicken looks so amazing and I've always wanted to make it, but I'm not a fan of goat cheese. Could I replace that? 
Yeah, you could totally change the cheese. I think I just as long as it's like a softer one, then it should be totally fine. Awesome. I can't wait to make it. What do you enjoy most about keto? One is the simplicity of it, how easy it is to incorporate into like a busy schedule. But then on top of it, I just love like the mental freedom from food that like I feel with it. Like where I was just thinking about food all the time. I was hungry all the time. Like I just felt like I was kind of like a slave to food. And I love just being able to like think about other things and eat and then go about my day. So I think just like the mental clarity, really breaking away from that like addictive cycle with food and just being able to really easily implement it into my life is my favorite part about it. Yeah, especially when you would be eating and already thinking about your next meal. Oh, yeah. I was like so obsessed with eating and being able to like not being in that mindset anymore is so nice. Like I literally had like a food addiction, like hands down, I was heavily addicted to food. So keto just completely reversed that for me. And part of it is definitely like the mindset and really changing how you're thinking about food and the investment into like your choices. But really getting away from that food that causes that addiction cycle was a huge game changer for me. Now, Suzanne, before you go, what tips or advice would you give to a keto newbie? So my biggest advice really is to break things down into like smaller, livable chunks and and lasting changes. I think a lot of times we overcomplicate things and make things out into like bigger or harder or worse than what we expect, just maybe because we're like preparing ourselves for something being harder than we think it is. And I think the sweet spot is really just making these simple lasting lifestyle changes, like things that you're actually going to stick to, like that's where really you have long-term success because now you've implemented something that is going to be a lasting change instead of something temporary. So if you're going to do something for a short amount of time, it's going to yield short results. So like I'm all about like taking on something that is a challenge, finding like a livable balance or replacement for that thing, and then like continuing on with it. So I think it's just really like breaking things down, making it simple and taking it one day at a time. Everybody gets to just like find their own groove of what works for them. If it's meal prepping or meal planning or just cooking what they feel like each day or browsing for recipes online or cookbooks or just getting different ideas, everybody can like literally make it work for their lifestyle. And that's really the beautiful thing about it. Thank you so much for joining me today, Suzanne. Thanks so much for having me on. See you next week. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.